Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's 3 o'clock. Lock Talk. Hello, everyone. What a beautiful day. The second day of spring, a beautiful day all over. We're going to be live from both New York and San Francisco. I will be bringing on my co-host soon. And everyone, it's just good to see you. So how is it happening out there with everyone today? So we're going to talk about a few things news-wise, but before we get into that, we're going to bring on Mr. Jay Logan. Mr. Logan, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful today. We have some great weather out here. And, uh, oh, the, weather's, the weather's ridiculous, Jay. I mean, it's just ridiculously beautiful. You know, I love all of you out there, but I'm not going to lie. I would rather be out there just enjoying this weather. But, you know, it's more important that we're here with you guys. So, Jay, what's the latest of the news, Guy? What's going on? I'm going to let you go first today. I always give you a hard time and go first. So, Give us some news today. Well, um, you know, we always have to talk about our friends at Apple. Apple has just announced that they are going to come out with a bigger phone, a bigger retina um, screen, so, you know, they can uh, compete with the Galaxy and all the other phones that have bigger screens, and uh, they're going to do this, and um, I'm very excited because now, you know, maybe I might have to get me a new Apple phone. Well, Jay? We're thinking we're having a little bit of technical difficulty, sir, because we cannot completely hear you. We need to hear that wonderful voice. So okay, um, uh, yeah, I hear you now, Jay. See, that's what we were looking for, Jay Logan. That's what we were okay. looking for. Is, is that good? Can you can hear? Can we hear that sexy voice? Sorry about that, Jay. I think we have to we'll do a little something on that one. So give us that sexy voice again now. Uh, Apple has just announced that they're coming out with a new, bigger iPhone to compete with the Galaxy 2, the Galaxy phone, Samsung. And it's going to be a bigger screen. It's almost like a miniature phone iPad 3, which is going to be, uh, they're starting to uh, make this new phone with a bigger screen. And I guess the people with the three and three, three and a half inch phones might be a little jealous because this phone's like four inches, a little bigger than four inches. You're going to have a wonderful screen. It's kind of like having a little baby iPad. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, listen, Mr. Logan, um, I think I just got some news here. Are you being interviewed by the New York Times, sir? Yes, yes. Um, my father, as you know, you know, Bill, my father is a famous jazz musician that lives on the other side of the world. His name is Jeff Logan. And I was chairing Gail at the New York Times tomorrow at lunchtime. They're going to interview me and my father. They're going to do a big, big article in the New York Times. And you can learn a lot about Stuffy Logan and the history of the jazz scene back in the 60s and the, uh, late, the late 60s and the early 60s. Oh, wow. So how did this come about, Jay? 
Um, yeah, I'm going to have more information for you probably on our next show after I talk to the reporter. And um, I'll let you know everything, Gil. You don't have to let you know everything first, you know, before we even put it on the show. <laughs> well, I mean, so how did they get in contact? Did, did the reporter just contact you or did someone seek this out for you? Share this with our public. I got a strange call, and this guy called me from the New York Times, and I really didn't believe it. I kept saying, no, nah, he's got to be kidding me. And then I, and I finally called him back uh, this morning, Gil, before I talked to you, and he said, his name is John Leon, and he said, I'm from the New York Times, and I'm doing an article on you and your dad. And um, I thought, and I asked him, I said, well, you know, I hope you get it in there. He said, no, this is going to be a great big article. I said, oh. So we scheduled tomorrow, and we're going to do it with my dad, and We'll see what happens, and I'll, you know, I'll keep you keep you abreast on what's happening. Does that mean, Mr. Logan, you're going to be in New York? Uh, well, I I might be in New York. I don't know if they're going to do it from New York or do it over the uh, the way. Oh, so is the interview tomorrow? So tell us, uh, is the interview tomorrow itself? Yes, yes, it's tomorrow. Oh, so are you in New York with us now? I wish, but no. <laughs> I'm probably going to do it. <laughs> he told me, you know, he told me that you guys are having great weather. So I know you guys are having good weather because he told me, the reporter told me. Well, I, th- I thought maybe you were surprising after you were in New York and just didn't tell me and, you know, telling the audience. Then I have to get you later. <laughs> I know I know better not to come to Galestown without calling her. I learned my lesson, so I would never do that. <laughs> so, you know, this is interesting because um, – I'm going to speak about a family member of mine. I have a niece who lives in Florida, and we were talking about technology and reading, okay? And as you know, Jay, you know, my nieces are very, you know, they're out there in terms of their intelligence, and sometimes we're shocked by it ourselves. Sometimes we actually don't know what to do with them. And uh, we were, you know, I said, well, what is it about technology that, you know, you think should be changed? And she just said, well, you know, Auntie Gail, I just think that I love technology and I love writing, but I think that they're forcing kids to do things that are not in their best interest. So I said, what do you mean? So she said, well, I wrote a little piece about it, and um, so I'm going to share that with the audience today. And this is from a 12-year-old perspective. So I want you guys to be clear. This is 12 years old. I did not write this. So she says that the abundance and evolution of technology has threatened the need of paper books. Those who believe that all books should be on electronic devices have overlooked the invigorating experience of handling a book. Yes, this is a 12-year-old audience. There is a certain crisp feeling and smell that no other device could duplicate. There is a distinct swoosh of the paper that can't be heard anywhere else. Going to the library would no longer be the same experience. You would never get that feeling of awe as you realize the knowledge and history and the copious amount of books surrounding you. Obliterating all our books would be like destroying a significant part of history. Where would the diary of Anne Frank or the Constitution and others find solace? The answer is not in the 21st century's gadgets and gizmos. Remember back to the first time you were ever introduced to the power of words? Was it on a Nook, a Kindle, or an iPad? No. It was in the arms of a loving parent caressing a book. Now, that is from a 12-year-old. What do you think, Jay? I think that's wonderful. You know, and it, that leads me right to what is it, it, actually a school. It's a school in uh, Queens. They're, they're doing a thing 
um, developed by the Morgan Library and a museum with, uh, in New York Department of Education. And what they're doing is they're taking different type of, uh, uh, they're making books. They're making books, and they're teaching the kids how important it is to actually appreciate reading a book. And how they do that is they give them the materials to write and create their own book, and then they can see how important it is to actually have a physical book in front of you other than doing the step on the web. It's kind of like pre-web pages, teaching children the value of pre-web pages. And what you're saying right there, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing because um, we need that. We don't need to just be all on the Internet. We don't need to just be flipping through up and down and scrolling down Internet pages. We need books. And you've always said this, Gail. You said this from day one. From when I met you, you always said it's important for us to keep these books. And, and, and everybody's following your lead. So I, I, I think that's great. It has been amazing, you know, to see something like this. I mean, I was in such shock. And, you know, it's amazing to see that a 12-year-old would even think of this. I mean, you know, and so I said to my brother, this is amazing. And he says, oh, well, that's, she's not the only student that feels this way. Like the students that she interacts with, they all speak this way. Their diction, their language, it's, uh, even all of them, all the children that they're around, they speak the same way. And her, her writing, she did not need any correction in her writing. Her writing comes from being an avid reader. She loves to read and she loves to write. So just wow. think, if she's writing like this at 12, what it's going to be like when she's older. This is what it comes from holding a book in a hand. A child cannot see the wonders of books in a library on an iPad. At the same time, if, they don't, if they're on a, a plane or they're traveling with their parents in the car, they can read the book on the iPad. But the feeling of that paper or when a, a, a dad or someone, you know, does that, that's amazing. Right. And also, the, the, you know, you got digital art and you got real artwork. Just looking at the real artwork on those pages is different than looking at digital art on an iPad. You know, you want to, we need to, yeah, we have to preserve the illustrated children's books so they can see and so they can love the art. You know, exactly. the art thing too. That is so true, Jay. Well, Jay, without further ado, you will not believe who we have here, okay? We have Miss Leora Adute, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to have her here. I have worked, and you have worked with many artists, you know, heads of state, but having Leora as a personal friend and making the declaration to be a makeup artist, but not just a makeup artist, someone who brings the inner beauty of people in general from the inner to the outer and how she declared to do it and everything. She's going to share with us and what she does nonprofit-wise as a result. So, Jay, are you ready to bring on Leora? I am so ready. Oh, I'm ready, too. I don't know if we can handle it today. You're on the New York Times and we've got Leora, too? I don't know. Miss Leora! <laughs> Thank you, guys, for such a warm welcome. I'm honored. Well, yes, my dear. You know, we had we have to give Miss Adute the warm welcome. I, I don't know yeah. what to say. I'm, like, at a loss for words. My, if you guys could see me right now, my cheeks are so red from blushing right now. But thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, well, you know, Jay, Jay, you have to know that Leora is never at a loss for words. Wow. So, you're happy. <laughs> this is true. Happy, 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 happy. 
<laughs> so, Lucifer, how are you doing today? I am doing really great. I'm enjoying a little bit of a day off today, so I'm sitting, relaxing on my couch, looking out the window at all the people who are getting to enjoy this glorious weather, which I'm definitely, after this show, going to get a sniff of myself. Oh, my dear. You know, we have to do the petties and the manis, of course. Yeah, yeah, we do. We we definitely do. So, you know, Leora, Jay is also in, in, in our business, and, you know, so all of us here, you know, I would have to say the three of us together, this is going to be so much fun because we've done, you know, all of us in one way or another have worked with politicians, you know, we've made a difference with music, children, everything. So it's just amazing having so much commonality here, you know. Mm. And so mm. now we all, we want you to be totally yourself, unabashed, no holding back, acting up as you normally do, <laughs> as though you were <laughs> sitting back on your couch and just having a ball. You, you want me to do that with us? I am so willing to do that with you guys. Let's go. Okay, and and so you know you can you can say whatever you want on the radio. Just don't act up too bad, okay? I try not to. <laughs> okay. So, so um, go ahead. I was going to tell her. So here we go, Miss Leora. Are we ready? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so okay. ready to go with you guys. I am bored. I am on the roller coaster ride. We are sitting at the front. So um, hands up in the air, eyes open, let's go. Wait a minute. Hands up in the air, rocking like you just don't care. Okay. Hands, uh, yes, yes, pretty much. So, you know, we are, um, what, you know, you and I have been friends for quite a few years, and, um, so, you know, I would love for you to share with our audience. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to give them a little backdrop. Can I give them a little backdrop, Leora? Absolutely. You can totally give them a little bit of backdrop. Well, so a little backdrop, Leora and I do a series of courses um, that make a difference for people globally. And um, sometimes back, this was way before boyfriends, everything, we were talking about our careers. And Leora came out of nowhere in a seminar we were all in and declared, I am going to be a world-renowned makeup artist. Well, Leora's not the kind of person you want to not take seriously, okay? Because <laughs> the next thing I know, she is working with Rihanna, Kate Vogel, Elizabeth Gore, in Open Magazine. She's in Lifetime. She's traveling with someone who is writing a biography around Warren Buffett, you know. And so I'm sitting here like eight, nine years later. This woman is on the cover of all of these magazines and doing this and that. And I'm saying, well, I think I need her autograph. <laughs> so I would love for you to share, you know, that, that part where you said, you know, and don't tell them too much because we have a lot of questions for you and we want everyone to get the whole thing. But that moment, okay, that moment that you declared, okay, that you would be a makeup artist, but not just a makeup artist, but that you would make a difference. Don't tell us too much now, like I said. But what, how did you know in that moment, what made you have that, make that choice? Um, you know what, Gail? I would say looking backwards wasn't really pretty. Like, I had just uh, moved here from Detroit probably, um, 
you know, maybe like five five months into declaring that, five, six months maybe. And I look back at where, where my past could have went and, you know, going through all of what I've been through back home, I just said, you know what, the only way is to go up. And I only have this one life that I have, so why not just, you know, why not live a life no holds barred? Like, what other choice do I have? Because going backwards just was not an option. And I looked at it, and it kind of scared me, actually. It scared me so much that the force behind those words was so strong that all what I could see was that future, and I could see, like, there was no, there was no, like, that not happening. And not to say that it's been, you know, that it hasn't been a journey with ups and downs and bumps and bruises and all that great thing, but what I'm saying is that all that I could see was that future happening, no matter what. And I had no idea how it was going to happen, but I, you know, I just believed in those words, and that was it. But, Jay, I know you have a question for Miss Leora. You're going to get quiet on us over there. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we were on this ride together. <laughs> well, let me Jay forgot about us a little bit. Let me oh, jump in and see what you Let me jump in. The question I have is along the same lines. Connie, you kind of answered it. But I wanted to know, how did you know? How did you know you would be successful as a makeup artist? I just, you know what, Jay? I, it's like a knowing in your body. It's like the experience is there and the fear is right behind it. But you're in front of the fear. And you're, like, giving the fear the middle finger, you know, like, fear. I see you. I see you standing. And I know if I even let a little bit of you creep into me and if I let you overtake me, then that's, you know, kind of like that's the end of it, you know. And I had done that my whole – I had done that my whole life, probably, you know – self-sabotage situations or got into situations already knowing that um, I couldn't win, that there was, it was, it was just, it wasn't living life um, with inspiration behind it. So, you know, I was like, okay, now I have a choice to reinvent the wheel. So... You know, it just—it really was one foot in front of the other, knowing that the fear was always there behind it, but not allowing you, the fear to win the situation or take over. Well, you know what, did you have um, any? Uh, did um, do you see makeup? Let me ask you this: Do you see, um, Jay? Can I hear you want to ask a question? Now you're trying to get ahead of us and say instead of stay with us. Well, you, can well, you I I was wondering about opposition and naysayers. Were there any naysayers? That's all I was wondering. Did you have people who say, you can't do this? It's impossible. What are you doing? You need to just get your day job and do something productive. I have a really, I have a funny, 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 funny story, okay? Um, I, uh, so I moved, a little bit of brief history. I moved from Detroit and I was, you know, I, I didn't tell everybody that I was leaving. 
Um, I just didn't. I, you know, I kept it kind of private. I told the people that were closest to me. And as time went on, you know, I started sharing with more of my clients and, um, you know, letting even some of my coworkers know. And I kind of left um, on a bad note with a few people. And I take, you know, I take responsibility for where I was at in my life back then. And um, it was really funny. I was a manicurist back home in Detroit, and and um, one of one of the girls called me from um, the salon because I had came out to New York, found an apartment, went back, drove a U-Haul nine hours by myself all the way back to New York, and I guess a few people had, you know, seen me when I came back. To, um, for you know, to get my stuff for my move, so I, you know, I get a call. I'm in Times Square, and uh, it's it's like a private number, and it's a girl from the salon, and she's like, "Where are you at?" And I was like, "Uh, I was like, I'm in New York in Times Square." She's like, "Oh, I heard you were still doing nails in the um in the basement somewhere," and I'm like, "Oh Lord." I'm like, uh, no, I'm actually, I'm in Times Square. And she was like, okay. And then the funny, the really funny thing about this is I ran into this girl two years later out here um, in New York. She was having a birthday party for her boyfriend, and it was awesome. Like, we got to kind of clean up the past, all the mess, and just, like, she got to kind of, you know, see the growth, and I got to see the growth, and we got to make peace, and we ended up celebrating at her boyfriend's birthday party. So there's like a positive note to the end of the story. But yes, there were definitely to like the long, short version is yes, there were you know some naysayers, and I probably was one of them, you know myself. <laughs> so here we are. I have to ask sure. you this, okay? Now, don't you, yeah. you, you, you going to promise me you're not going to laugh? I promise. I'll try not to, but I probably will. But, okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be a little serious now. Do you, okay. see makeup, do you see makeup as just the exterior surface of the person? Uh, repeat that one more time. I kind of lost you. Do you see makeup as just the yeah. exterior, exterior surface of the person? Absolutely not. Um, whenever a client sits in my chair, first of all, it's not just a client; it's a human being. So, what I what I know that I'm bringing is my my best self to the table because I know there's going to be like an energy exchange between the two of us. So we're going to have conversation. Um, you know, we're going to talk about all kinds of things. And, you know, it's like on one hand, you know, we're having the conversation, but on the other hand, like sometimes as uh, as the client and the chair, that may be their only time or their first time where they sat down in the chair and they're not doing anything. So it's actually in some ways kind of like a treat, and it's their time to just kind of breathe and be still and be grounded. So, 
it's a whole lot more than just, you know, painting a face to me when it comes to makeup. It really is. Um, I look at it as an opportunity to have a human connection with another person. Wow. Um, I want, you know, I want to ask you, how do you bring the person out? When you style them for a particular event, how do you bring them out? Um, I feel them out. I really do. Um, I try to ask a lot of questions beforehand if if it's possible, um, even if it's like the publicist. I try to do a little background research, um, see what kind of styles they like. I ask them, um, you know, what they may be wearing, what uh, where they're going that night. And from there, I just kind of listen and I kind of hear. And, and a lot of times they'll tell you um, what they like, what they don't like. So between all of those, all of that, you know, information exchange, it's kind of like that's when I come up kind of with the look that I'm going to do for them. Wow, that's it's really interesting. You know, um, one of the things I would like to know, too, is, you know, um, do you believe that the – you've kind of said it, but I'm, I want to, you know, just focus on this again. Do you believe that the inner beauty reflects the outer beauty, or do you think sometimes, you know, because I know, like, when I just asked you about surface and Jay just asked you the other question, and you said that they're just a human being to you. What do you see about their inner beauty and how you're going to get it to reflect the outer beauty when they are sitting in your chair? Um, I really try to make my clients feel as comfortable as possible. Um, and and do I uh, do I um. I try, I would say like you know what when you make them when you make a person feel comfortable, you make them laugh and you make them smile and I think when a when a person is able to do that, that's true beauty to me that's human spirit that's um that's that's real to me, you know, or even a person sometimes people get emotional in your chair and you and they're they're dealing with something, so sometimes it's like just giving that person a hug in your chair. And I feel like that is real inner beauty, and that does end up reflecting their outer beauty. Um, I have a question also. I want to know what have you noticed about a person's mood after you have styled their makeup, and what is your mood? after you have styled their makeup and you see this person is happy and whatever, feeling great, how do you feel about it? And what have you noticed about them after you styled their makeup? Mm. It's like a celebration the whole time. <laughs> you know, one of my one of my mentors um, says something great that's always stuck in my mind, and she says that each step is supposed to be beautiful. So it's like oh. if you're, it's like when you're putting on the foundation because each each makeup is like a step by step. You put on your foundation, you put on your concealer, you put on your blush, you may do an eyelash. But each 
step is really like it is really like painting as really looking at how each of our faces are really shaped and and what colors kind of like bring out our features so really each step of that like it's kind of like turning the volume up on the beauty so you're going from one two three four five and by 10 hey it's like a party in the house you know like they you know they're they're smiling you're smiling you're hugging you're giving a high five you know there are smiles all around you know people are take some people maybe you know taking pictures it's just like a great it's a great <laughs> moment the whole process and at the end you know i'm unless it's been like a you know a 20 hour day which sometimes you know you've had usually you know my tank is on full so i'm usually pretty just happy that the client's happy and i'm happy and i'm i'm ready to just keep celebrating the rest of the day so it's it, it, it never feels like work. It really doesn't. Well, you know, I, I, this just comes right on up to the next question. What does color provide for the person who is experiencing your styling of them? I mean, you just brought, you came right on into our question there. I have to give it to you. <laughs> Look at the connection. Look at the connection <laughs> through the phone. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um Color, um, you know, colors, I think, really show confidence. I am a big fan of, like, not playing it safe when it comes to color, even if it's, like, you know, sometimes, like, a tiny pop of turquoise or purple liner or just something kind of non-typical. Um, I also believe, like, clothing color, really shows um, a woman's self-confidence. And a photographer uh, said something to me a few years ago, and she said, jewel tones look great on any woman. There's something about that feminine energy that really radiates. And when that feminine energy radiates, it's like a mix of love with self-confidence. So... I'm a fan of color. Well, you know, I knew you had to be a fan of color because when you look up at your um, website, makeupbyleora.com, I noticed you got the compact going on. <laughs> yes. Okay. You got a little green, a little turquoise. I noticed you mentioned turquoise, and you got my favorite color, that, like, rose color moth purple. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm coming to you to get, have myself done uh, soon. You know that. you, you want me to Yeah, I'm ready for you, girl. I'm ready. I've been ready to get you in my chair. Well, you know they're going to think I'm Rihanna when you finish with me. <laughs> you know you know Rihanna better look out because I'll be ready to sing. Rihanna, I'm, I'm coming now. I'm coming for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. They may be Somebody may ride past you and turn her song up real loud. Hey there, Rihanna. Hey there, girl. I know. And I'll be telling her. And I'll have to tell them Chris Brown has to go. Go back to Karouche. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's no more, you know? 
No more, no more of that. No more of that. Exactly. Mr. J, do, wait a minute. Do you have these two women ahead of you? You know what, Leo? We have them forgetting the questions here. Well, oh, say that one more time. time. I said we have them forgetting the questions here. Oh, you have more <laughs> questions, you said? Oh, yes, yeah, and, and he's forgetting to answer them. I think we, both of us as women just have him just... We just completely have him right now. He can't even remember oh. the answer to the question. Oh, he got hey, off, got... off the roller coaster ride and got on the magic carpet ride with us now, huh? Oh. I enjoyed the interview. <laughs> I enjoyed the interview so much I forgot I was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have two quick questions. I was wondering, do you sure. think other people? I was wondering, do you think other people? can achieve their goals as you have. And two, I want to know how many clients have you worked with at a time in the chair, like 100 or 50 or 20? I mean, what's your, what's your record? So the first question is, hmm. do you think other people can achieve their goals as you have? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm a small-town girl with big dreams. Like, anybody can. And, um... I know I keep sharing words of wisdom from teachers, but they these people have really just so made an impact on my life. And there there are things that like I think about when I you know when I um when I'm having a a challenging moment and stuff. But uh, I remember someone saying to me, "Consistency is the key to you know." achieving what you really want like and that means like consistent actions like and um don't worry what i always say is don't worry about what the action is going to provide just know that the action if it's directed towards what it is that you want to have happen just take it because what ends up happening is miraculous things end up just showing up because it's kind of letting the universe know, like, you know what? I'm aligned with my dream. I'm not worrying about how it happens, but it's one foot in front of the other, in front of the other, in front of the other, in front of the other. And um, and just, I would say, know that, you know, the universe has a time of giving you everything that you really desire, like the universe is extremely abundant. So any person that's living, breathing, absolutely, you can achieve your goals. Well, you know, um, now see, Leora, now you have hit Alzheimer's because, you know, Jay just had another question for you about how many people you've had in a chair at oh, one time. Oh, okay. See, I, he's trying to make me show my age. I was trying to avoid that question. No. You know, you know, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's at 21. At 21, you've got Alzheimer's. Um, God, I swear I can't. I've been doing makeup, um, you know, nine, almost ten years now. So for me to give you a number, Lord, I, I'm just going to say it. I don't know. Oh, God, that is so rough. Like what about at one, what about I'm a at one I'm a good mathematician, but you're asking me to do multiplication for ten years. No, no, I mean, I, I mean at one time. 
that's the place you want to go to. Um, that's the place you want to find as many, you know, seminars and teachers and coaches that can help you get through that. Because you never know. It's like when you face that big fear, it is sometimes the thing that's blocking all the other areas of your life, whether that be money or romantic relationships or a good relationship with your family. Like, really, the quality of life is really what brings your dreams to really come true and and success, if you want to call it that, to happen. Um, Who's been your favorite... Who's been your favorite person to make celebrity-wise? Well, um, I have a lot of favorite people, but I would say my new and recent favorite is um, I've been working um, a lot with the artist Chantel. She's on Universal Records. She sings the song Impossible, which we've all heard many of times, and the one thing I truly love about her is there is not one ounce of diva in that girl's, like, blood. She's just awesome, grateful, bubbly, fun. I mean, she makes the experience of being with her, like, something I always look forward to. Just There's just such ease in her. So I would have to say she's got to be my she's got to be my new favorite to work with. Wow. So I, I have a question for you. Uh, you know, Leora, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make Jay blush a little bit here. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, now Jay, now when you listen to Leora, now her and her sisters, her sisters are almost are, are very famous too. So. And I do mean famous. I, there's no joke here about that. This family is just like no joke. And Leora makes a difference everywhere she goes. But when most people hear her on the phone and they find out she's from the Detroit Motor City, they, they're not sure what culture she is. And, if I, and, it, and it's funny because when they find out she's of Jewish background, it's hilarious because this is a woman who has been able to, you know, when we talk about melting pot in this country, she has integrated herself in every culture. And for me, you know, I love multiculturalism, so I love this woman. And when her and I get together, you would think that we have known each other for 50 years and neither one of us is 50 <laughs> years old. Okay, we just act up. We'll see each other and run into each other. And people are like, there they go again. Okay? But, you know, I want, I want to say that my most rewarding experience will still, as I said back at the beginning of the radio show, and it will always go back to this. It has been um, the day that she told a friend of mine and hers, and, and Jay, you know Lloyd. She told Lloyd and I, I am, I am going to be a makeup artist, but I'm not going to just make people up. I'm going to make them happy about who they are. So, you know, as our audience is listening, what we want you to be aware of about Leora is that she really does make a difference. The work that we do in our lives to keep us sane and focused and on track and in integrity with what we say we're up to as people in this industry, uh, and when I say industry, I'm talking about any industry, um, is we have to, we have rigid structures that we go by. That, that's why we never give up. Jay, you know, Leora Jay's always saying to me, you, you never stop, you're always going. 
that because there's a rigor, Jay, that, you know, just like when you're producing and you can't stop with that artist, Jay, and you have to tell that artist that they have to keep going, you know, when they want to quit. You know what I'm speaking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, Leora and I, and, and it's the same rigor. Even though her and I, and we're in kind of two different areas of business like you are, it's still we have to keep that rigor going the same way. We may not be dealing with an artist like you're dealing with, but, you know, when we are to people in that chair, she has to make a difference with them. That's her, that's her connection and her commitment. And my commitment is to connect people with what's important to them at all times globally, all the way around. And that's not always easy, you know, because you, you're dealing with people. So, you know, with, with that comes the next question. What has been your most rewarding experience, Leora? Hmm. My, I would say my most, rewarding experience is uh, co-creator of um, the organization Art of Beauty Experience, which... um, I've never done this this before. That's our next question. So, you know, you can't cheat our audience out of that. you got to find something else now. (laughs) So I would say my, my most rewarding experience it's got to be uh, working with the young girls at GEMS. Um, they so remind me um, to live my life to the fullest, to honor myself, to have fun, and that there is nothing wrong with wanting the best out of life. And these are young girls. I mean, teenage girls. They're and they're just they're just phenomenal. So working with them, seeing their humanness, and seeing their want for the best in themselves is so rewarding. So rewarding. Um, to know that I'm making a difference in young girls' lives. And knowing that there was a point in my life where I was a teenager and felt very lost and got into all kinds of things that used to make my parents not sleep well at night, um, to, to be on the other side of that is something that I never thought that I could do, especially back then. So I got to say that is definitely my most rewarding experience. With that said, we have two more questions, but we're going to bring on someone. This is we usually don't do this, so we are they're having us do things we just don't normally do. We're actually going to bring on someone right now who is um, the gentleman who supports our show, Matt Forrest, and he usually gives tips to teenagers, so you know your timing couldn't be better. So we're going to bring on Matt so that we can all get down and have a great conversation. All right, hey, let's do it. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Okay. Well, you know, Matt, this is unprecedented. We've gone over a little. So, you know, Leora is a world-renowned makeup artist. She's worked with everyone from Elizabeth Gore to Kate Vogel to Brianna to Chantel to Oprah to Lifetime Television, VH1, I could go on and has traveled from China to everywhere. So, you know, she's doing a lot with teenage uh, kids right now and the art of the beauty of experience about loving the self on the inside as well as on the outside. 
So I thought it would just wow. be a great opportunity for all of us to come together because we have two more questions for Leora. And we could all, you know, come together and have some conversation around this. So, you know, Leora, actually the next question that Jay and I have for you, it's actually twofold. Um, it's, I see, you know, we, you've heard, told us about the uh, gems, but tell us exactly what you do with Art of the Experience and gems. And then also the last question we have before our esteemed Matt comes here is where do you see yourself going from here and what difference do you further want to make as you evolve in your career? Hmm. Sure. Okay. So, um, um, honored that you're with us, first of all. Thank you. And uh, so the second part will be around the art of beauty experience. Um, So the art of beauty experience is, what we're doing actually now with the girls is we're doing um, 10 sessions on healing and empowerment. And so what that looks like is 10 women who are masters as w- at what they do when it comes to yoga or being a life coach and empowering everyone from the Girl Scouts to the Navy um, Uh, someone who teaches body movement and a woman who teaches the importance of gratitude. So it's really um, about watching the girls kind of heal, learn how to love themselves on the inside, things that we don't learn when we go to school every day, but these are the fundamental, really, tools for living especially teenage girls who go through such a, you know, trying time. You're pulled in so many different directions, um, and there's so much peer pressure going on at that time in your life. Um, To teach them how to be grounded within themselves and to find who they are and love who they are and know that each and every part of them is, is awesome and great is really um, what we're doing right now with the Art of Beauty experience. And um, it's just, I feel honored to be a part of these girls' lives and to see their transition from week to week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's it's amazing, and, you know, I know that we have only a short time with Matt. So, you know, uh, we have one, that last question for you, Leora. Mm-hmm. Do you mind hanging, hanging with us for five minutes while, you know, Matt gives his tip? Are you okay with that? Absolutely. Let's tell Matt. Well, if it would be if it would be okay with you, I'd like to hang until the end of the show, and I'll just give my tip right at the end of the show and just and just be part of this conversation. This is uh, This is incredible what I'm hearing. Well, so we are. You know where I'm going next, right? Jay and I, you know, Jay, we have to do this together. You ready? The last question, Jay? Let's do it together. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yep. Okay, let's do it. So where do you see yourself going from here? And what difference do you want do you want further as you move into as you evolve in your career? Um, sure. Uh, so 
I would say, where do I see myself? I see myself, um, you know, not only continuing in the beauty world, uh, maybe even, you know, partnering with um, a cosmetic line out there and maybe one of my clients and doing some sort of all-natural um, organic product. That's really, like, People used to ask me that for years, and I could not be with that question. They were like, so when are you going to create your own line? I was like, I don't got time for all that. I'm like, I'm in the I'm in the creative mind. Like, I can't be with that. And as I've gotten older, you know, I've developed more, a lot more of my business mind as well. So, you know, I like to do some sort of product. Um, that's, that's one of my goals right there. Um kind of possibly maybe in the works already. Who knows? I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, and this, Excuse you know, me. That's just not fair. You're going to keep us posted? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, cause, I mean, it really is just at the, like, beginning stage. So, so we, are. Nothing... We, have to, we have to hear this on the radio. I didn't know ahead of time. Like, that's just, like, not right. <laughs> I can't tell you anymore because that's just where it's at. Like it's at the the boo boo baby stage of the of the idea. Well, I'm um, the boo boo baby for I'm the boo boo baby for a small model. So okay, because you said it on our show first. So. I'm the boo boo right. baby for yeah. a small. You said it on our show first. And so all right, done deal, done deal, done deal, done deal. So, and what difference do you further see yourself uh, going as you evolve into your career? I especially want to ask you this question. It's a little off on the side, but evolving sure. in your career with reference to especially Israel, you know, that is, mm. even though I know you deal with all cultures, do you mm-hmm. see yourself doing anything evolving with your career in the area of Israel where, you know, where your community is all, also? Mm. I don't know. I'm open to it. I'm completely, completely, completely open to it. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but I do definitely, I do definitely see um, more of a connection. What really honestly calls towards me is doing something back home in Detroit. More than anything, and I, I, I have worked, I have worked with Detroit Rescue Mission um, out there with the women out there, but, um, I, and I, and I've even been asked by my, you know, my principal to come back and speak to the students at our school, but I don't know. For me, that's where I really resonate with that community, and I feel like my I didn't grow up in Israel, so I don't have such a tie, um, like such strong ties as if I would have grown up there. But I really have ties to my Detroit community and the community out here, Um but I would, I'd be so open to go out there and working with young women out there because there's, if you look across the world, there's needs in every single community when it comes to our young women and such similar issues that, you know, they're all dealing with. So, yeah, I'm open to it. 
You know, Neil, Jay and I want to thank you for being on and that statement that you just made. You know, often people, when you ask them a question, they will they will try to, you know, play over it or not, you know, don't come forth so openly. And I have to say the guests we've had on our show have been so open, and I just thank you for your authenticity in the answer to that question just now. You know, it's um, to really say that it takes a lot of courage to say what you just said, and there's nothing wrong with what you just said, but it takes a lot of courage to be willing to say that and to say I'm open. So thank you for that. And, we, you know, with that, we ask you to stay on with us a few more minutes as you listen to Matt bring right on in his um, his tip for today. His tip is so on point with where this show has gone. Go right ahead, Matt. Ah. Take it away. All right, fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And thank you so much. Is it Fiora with an F? Leora with the L. All right, Leora, and I apologize. Thank you so much for all the work you're doing, and and I'm right on board with everything that uh, everything you said. And, and it's uh, you know it's it always it's always a little more gas on on my on my on my flame every time I get to experience somebody else who's on the same mission that I'm on. And and so thank you for uh, making it your life mission to empower young women. And really be the be the difference in a world where so many people take a back seat. Um, as for my tip of the day, I uh, my tip of the day is is on self acceptance, and it actually spawned from a one on one coaching session that I had with a 15 year old teen the other day. And as we sat down, we came to we came to an understanding, which is something I come to an understanding often in in one on one coaching. Um, with teenagers who are who are struggling, who just or who just want to go to the next level, get to the next level of confidence, self awareness, and uh, and success, happiness, uh, social freedom, whatever whatever their goals are. One thing I, I find most often is when I ask when I ask people who they are, when I ask a teen who they are, they don't really they tell me their name and <laughs> they start getting into things that that they're into that they like. And I can and I continue to reference it back to asking them who they are, coming from a place of what's their belief systems and what do they stand for, what do they represent, and and often, if not almost all the time, they're at a loss for words because for one, they're not taught this stuff in school, how to choose to be a certain type of person and and stand for that, to stand as an honest, responsible giving, loving, caring man was something I was never taught. And by default, uh, and like most often, I find with teens in my area, by default, we fall into believing hear about ourselves from other people. And, And it's, and such a, it's such a heartbreaking situation because all that really needs to be found is a, is a claim, is a declaration for one person claiming what they are, and out of out of a pure place, out of a place that that's that's full of um, full of self acceptance, to really look inside and accept that this is the person I am, and my declaration is I'm a live, I, I'm a loving, caring, responsible man, and when I share that with teens, and I work with male teens. And when I share that, 
I see a huge reaction in their expression. And quite often, you know, they look up and they look right in my eyes. And and as they, as they look in my eyes, I say it again. I'm a loving, caring, responsible man, and that's my declaration. And that's what I stand for. And I accept myself as that and as nothing less than that. And, and I empower, the, empower these teams to have that declaration and to use it, their declaration that they choose for themselves as a mantra and... And, um, and and it's incredible because it doesn't matter once once we really make that declaration and we start saying these positive mantras to ourselves. It doesn't matter what other people say at that point. I do a lot of work with bullying. Most of my work is bullying work and high school motivational speaking. And I'm known as America's Teen Esteem Machine and uh, the leader of the Demolish Bullying Tour USA. And and my uh, my on self acceptance is, is is basically basically just that uh, create a statement as, as an action step for this tip create a statement that starts with I am that ends with man or woman depending upon what you are and in the middle put three blank spaces so we'll read I am a blank 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 man or woman and hold that close to your heart that's my tip for the day. Well, we truly, truly, truly do thank you, and um, it, it, it's definitely been a blast, and Jay and I want to thank you, Matt, for being on, and Leora, Jay, I think you have to admit it's been a blast, hasn't it? Yes, it has been. It has been. <laughs> it's been a blast. It's been a blast and, for me, too, guys. It really was awesome to be on the show today. Thank you. And, and I can tell you that Jay, she pretty much behaves herself. She she's she's she doesn't behave herself usually, so she really was good today. She was. She was. And I, I'm feeling self-acceptance now since Matt gave the tip. I'm feeling really good about myself. <laughs> yeah, and I and I feel and I feel I'm feeling good too. So everyone, thanks for being on. It's been amazing and. Um, Audience members, we went over time. We're in recording mode. That's how good the show was. But you will hear the whole show right after. Thanks, guys, and enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.